This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome back, everybody, to BXB, the new Yankees podcast with Sweeney Murdy, Keith McPherson. It's episode four, the Lou Gehrig episode. I guess, Keith, we've got lots of Yankees uniform numbers to uh, to keep <laughs> us moving and uh, keep the theme working there, right? Uh, it was a uh, it was a fun weekend, and I don't think you expected it to be. Uh, let me remind everybody, it's uh, BXB from Odyssey, available everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we talk Yankees. And uh, Keith, last week, heading into the weekend, you were a little pessimistic about the chances in this Rays series. Oh, yeah. I mean, and going into the series with the lead shrinking, with Wander Franco coming back, with Drew Rasmussen coming back, I'm like, okay, these guys are set up to compete. And Kevin Cash has more than the Yankees have. If it's Kevin Cash versus Aaron Boone, I don't know. And I don't know. And I'm well, glad that no, I, I'm glad it. that I didn't know. I'm it glad that I didn't know. Well, and it didn't start out well. We'll get into all that. But well, yeah, you're right. I Friday vibes were down. Jeter ceremony was beautiful. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Listen, the uh, but it, the way it ended, okay? They gained a game. You knock three days off the calendar, and the schedule sets up nicely. We're gonna we're gonna tell you guys a little bit about that coming up. But um, listen, the main Yankees problem, Keith, for over a month is swinging the bats, putting runs on the board. Saturday and Sunday, holy wow, what kind of an offense? <laughs> uh, Surprise me, but hey, you get the same lineup, back-to-back games. You get a couple key pieces back, some veteran guys, MVPs, and John Carlos Stanton and Josh Donaldson, and the other guys get going as well. I don't know. I think, it, it like I said, Friday was such a down day. It was such a dark day. Jeter Day spoiled by some errors and uh, some quiet bats, and then they came alive putting up 10 runs Saturday and Sunday. The stadium was rocking Saturday when I was there. The vibes with Aaron Hicks making misplays Friday night were not good, but getting the early runs, and I think that's the key. It wasn't just, like, to me, in some ways, I know they were bunched up in the first couple innings, but in a lot of ways, that's better. It takes the other, it puts the other team in a complete hole. It lets the Yankees use their bullpen, which Sunday was a bullpen game anyway, but it lets them use them in the way that you can almost script out. Uh, and, and let's not forget, Keith, You know, they I know it wasn't their A-listers, but they did it against Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay is a good pitching team. You know, It would be one thing if you roughed up a bunch of nobodies on a bad pitching team. You you hit Tampa Bay pitching, and that was a good thing. Yeah, the, Tampa was hot. I think they had won four or five in a row coming in, um, maybe including Friday. I, I was respecting them. I was looking at Tampa like, hey, these are guys that know what time of year it is. These are guys that get hot in October, 
have been to the American League Championship World Series recently. Like, they smell blood in the water. They're coming for the Yanks. But, yes, like you said, you know, it's so much of, about Yankee Stadium is the vibe and energy of the crowd. And and me being a fan, I know it well. And Friday, it was a funeral in there. So yeah. quiet and uh, odd. And, you know, people didn't know what to do. They wanted something to cheer for, but there was nothing to cheer for. But then Saturday, right away, bottom of the first inning, the Yankees get to Corey Kluber, fifth time's a charm, and everyone can breathe. Everyone can relax. Everyone can have a good time. Hey, all right, here comes a laugher. The Yankees woke up and actually hit, actually scored some runs. Um, that was that was needed. That was exactly what the doctor ordered for the well, Yankees and Yankees fans. They don't have a lot of those laughers. You know, so many close games. We talk about all the one-run games, all the one-run losses. And they had a lot of uh, games earlier in there where they put up double digits and runs. But, um, the you know, having back-to-back games with, you know, the outcome really not in doubt after the second inning, that was something much needed. And I think, Keith, you know, there are not really a lot of must-win games in a baseball season, not until the final week of the season or until you're facing elimination kind of thing. But with the Rays winning the first game of the series and threatening to cut into or even tie the Yankees in that loss column before the end of the weekend, thought Saturday and Sunday were probably as close to must-wins as the Yankees could have at this point of, or any point of the season. Yeah, no, they were must wins. I didn't expect them to win them, but they were back against the wall. Uh, You have to respond because if you don't respond, this is the team that's right underneath you that can close that, you know, gap, close that lead on you. I think if we would have lost, if we would have got swept, I think the lead would have been down to like two games or two and a half. And it's at five and a half right now. So uh, they were must win games and the team responded and they hit more than I've seen them hit scored runs they looked like they were having fun looked like everybody was getting involved less strikeouts um I don't know it was a positive sign in Yankee land it was it was good vibes this and hitting, hitting the ball out of the ballpark I know we, you know people get wrapped up in you know they don't score when they don't hit home runs well home runs are scoring okay they count and I don't know why we always have to apologize for them Giancarlo Stanton kind of did because his first one of the weekend was off of Christian Bethencourt um it was his first extra base hit since the home run he hit in the all-star game that was a long time ago I mean we got leaves changing colors now and he finally Finally hit another home run, made up for it on Sunday with a home run off a, off a regular pitcher. Uh, looks like we've been waiting for him to get hot and provide a little extra cover for Aaron Judge. It might start. It might be happening now. Yeah, and, and it's good to see because I was upset about Thursday and Friday, John Carlos Stanton being available to pinch it, but not being in the lineup. Thursday against the Twins, loss. Friday against. Uh, Tampa in the first game loss and it's like okay if he's if he's available to pinch hit which he's not a good pinch hitter he's not available to be the DH and and have four at bats in the game Um, I don't know something changed maybe the rehab maybe the treatment uh, was good enough by Saturday or maybe he just gutted it out and said hey the team needs me Uh, I'm gonna be available and he was and I'm glad you mentioned the Bronx Bombers right hitting the ball out of the park it was great to see Glaber Torres going the other way it was great to see Glaber getting right uh, Josh Donaldson getting one, almost getting one, hot dogging and and pimping like he does. You know that's that's what's gonna come with this guy. Yeah, Glaber um, did too, by the way, Keith. That shot oh, that, on Friday. 
That, he one, need, that one broke everyone on Friday. You're no, talking no, about the one Friday night? Even the, one he hit, even the one he hit on Saturday, I guess it was. You know, that's um, the, fir- well, the first one, the one that went out to right. You know, that wasn't a no-doubter. You know, run out of the box, dude. Let's go. Yeah, but see, it's so much of the show, and they want to – they want to put on a show in front of the Yankee fans and pimp and be in the highlight. And I don't know. That's to me, those are the wrong things. You got to be thinking about the team. You got to be thinking about the game. You got to be locked in. But uh, when Glaber almost hit the one to tie it in the ninth, it looked like he pimped it a bit and it didn't get there. And everyone was just dejected game over. But that's in the past. You know, shout out to Derek Jeter. Maybe uh, his energy, it, it, it took a night to sleep on it. And then it came through. Uh, Hideki Matsui was in the building. Chris Chambliss, Jim Lairitz, a, a lot of the uh, former Yanks were back. And I felt like Saturday and Sunday, uh, the Yankees really got the culture back. They really got the Yankee way back. It looked more like Yankees baseball. They singled them to death on on Saturday, yeah. right? Like they were just hitting the ball against Kluber yeah. um, up the middle, getting it through, and then the home run started to come. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And those are a big part of it. And listen, you know, I don't know how many people saw or heard Glaber Torres's comments after, I guess it was after Sunday's game. Uh, I think it's important, you know, because Glaber, you know, he takes a lot of heat because he, you know, uh, of the talent that he has, the kind of season that he had. And it looks like sometimes he's just going through the motions and you wonder if he cares or how much it bothers him. If you saw or heard Sunday's interview, Keith, you know how much it bothers him. And these guys try to put on, you know, they know they're they're part of a TV show every time the interview is on. And I think they're trying to act cool and calm. But underneath, there's a lot of stuff that bothers them. If you don't think it bothers them that they're not contributing, they're not winning, they're not hitting, just listen to Glaber's comments. You know how much it was eating him up. They don't always let it show. And I think that's something we all have to understand is that even if they're not letting it show, Keith, it does bother them. Yeah, I, I never say that these guys aren't bothered or they don't, they don't try. Sometimes I do wish for more fire, more sense of urgency, more awareness to be more locked in. But I understand there's a lot going on. And these guys know they're the Yankees, right? This weekend, they showed me that they're the Yankees because they fought. They didn't collapse all the way, right? Like, people were ready for the collapse. Here it comes. Last series against Tampa, well, they won that series, and they won the season series, and they don't have to face Tampa anymore. And the Tampa Bay Rays have a little bit of a tougher route the rest of the way if if they're going to try and challenge. It's all right in front of them. Once again, it's all right in front of the Yankees um, to get to where they got to go, win this division, get that first round by. And I know it does matter to them. I know these guys care. I know these guys are trying their best while they're without some of their best guys, like DJ, like Rizzo, like Carpenter. Um, Guys are on the men, so we'll see. It's going to come back. It's going to come all together, and all you can hope is that they're getting right at the right time. Yeah, and I, and I listen. I just thought that you know Glaber was very revealing about how much it's bothered him, how much he doesn't feel like he's helping the team. And it, listen, and that's okay. It's easy to hide when you're winning. 
when you're not, if you're not producing as a player, it's easy to hide. Say, okay, it's all right. The team's winning. I've got time, even though it probably does cause them sleepless nights because this is how they make their living. But when you're winning, it's okay. Now, when you're losing and that lead starts to shrink and shrivel, now you feel like you're affecting everything. And I think that's kind of what Glaber was giving off. And Keith, these guys know that you know they don't have. The, you know, the back of the baseball card, so to speak, might not look great for some of these guys because, you know, they've played over five months. Now it's just about playing well now and winning now, and no matter what the numbers look like. Yeah. I mean, bad stretches happen. Slumps happen. You know, a guy like Glaber Torres, who is actually batting like 240, but, you know, you keep seeing 183, like yeah. through this stretch it's that he was. Break. Yeah. yeah, he's hitting 183. He knows that. But you got to shake it off. And one thing I'll say about Glaber is he's got a flair for the dramatic. He's clutch. And uh, we've seen what he does in October. So as long as he gets right here, it's all about Glaber's timing with that leg kick and him going like with the pitch. And that's what I was saying. It was good to see him go oppo. Like if that pitch is outside, bro, just make contact and push it over the fence and right. You got it. Um, You know, Glaber Torres is young as well. I think a lot of people forget that he's still a young man because he's been around for a few years. Well, he's 25, but, you know, he's got a lot of baseball experience that should tell him a little bit more about these things. I hate kind of putting him in the young category, but you're right. He's 25 still. He's young. I mean, Judge came up at age 25, 26. Um, Glaber came up and, you know, I think what it was is we just called him a baby. We called him a baby, but uh, he's still young to me. When I saw there was a stat that they put out. Uh, and they put him in a category. And now I don't have it. I should have saved it. But it was like Yankees under 25 with a certain amount of like home yeah, runs. Homer games, yeah. And then that makes you think like he's with legends that were yeah. under 25 doing that. Glaber Torres has some stats with Yankees greats. Um, he's still a young guy. He's got the experience, not making an excuse for him. But I'm just, I'm putting it out there to, to make people think about, you know, how you were at 25 and what the world felt like to you. Like he's still growing up some. And hopefully, uh, this October, he does what he does in October, and we forget about some of the struggles of the regular season. He's been a big October performer, a lot of power, a lot of run, you know, run production in October. Uh, sometimes just not enough, and we don't notice it because the team gets bounced, and you don't really pay attention to that. But uh, he mixed in with all the home runs were a lot of Aaron Judge singles. The guy is red hot. He's making solid contact. I think we, you know, he's still got plenty of time to attack, uh, you know, Roger Maris and the Yankee record and all that. But it is kind of fun to see him, Keith, right now. He's batting at the top of the lineup the last couple of days to go out there and get on base. He's not getting a lot of pitches sometimes, but uh, he's he's still very hot with the bat. It shows you what a good hitter he's been this year. He's leading the way. You know, we need him to lead off, and he's doing it. He's seeing pitches. Um, he's getting knocks. He's not just trying to hit the ball out. He's such a good overall hitter and player and leader, hopefully the future captain. Um, he's setting the table and uh, I'm really hoping that Xander Bogart struggles in the rest of this month and uh, the rise and, and judge oh. just keeps climbing because if judge judge is at 307, if judge can get over 310 and those guys drop a little bit and they're yeah. all in that 310, 315 range, we, we might be looking at the American League triple crown. I think that would be so impressive if he's able to pull that off.
I'm telling you, we talked about this last week. The fact that he is chasing down Roger Maris and could become the first Yankees Triple Crown winner since Mickey Mantle in 1956. You're talking about two of the most iconic seasons in Yankees history, and Judge is tracking him down at the same time. Now, what happened to those other guys? You know, Mantle and the Yankees in 56 won the World Series. Maris and Mantle and the Yankees in 61 won the World Series. Um that is something that you know helps enhance what those seasons were. But Keith, I don't. Th- no matter where the Yankees finish, we can't diminish what kind of a season Judge is having. It is a phenomenal season. Yeah, show me the money. <laughs> it <laughs> well, is. It is the best well, season I think I can ever remember of someone in any sport in a contract year, yeah. a prove it year, betting on themselves. You know, we all want to believe that, you know, I, I've always heard people talk, you know, kind of down about, oh, well, sure, he's doing the contract here. Keith, listen, if you or I or anybody, whether you're hosting talk shows, or whether you're working in a bank or whether you're a mechanic or wherever you are, if I tell you that whatever, however you perform in your job for the next year is going to determine how much you get paid for the next 10 years, I think we'd all do our jobs a little bit better. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, you got to be at your absolute best for this year to determine the next 10 years. Yeah. yeah, Judge is locked in and you can tell his process, his approach, it doesn't change. Everything is quiet around him and uh I'm just glad that he's on our team.